Okay, so that's got the, the rolls and that done. Um, you've rocked into town at a fairly quick pace of knots and gone to the temples where you've um, been there to worship pretty much straight off. Afterwards, you've left with half a dozen children. Um, being at the temple, it's probably a, the best place you can think of to try and leave them. Is this just a straight dump and run? or? Yeah, do the old knock on the door, leave them all tied up on the stairs. Pretty bows around them. <laughs> just so they can't follow us. That's the only reason I was trying to <laughs> <laughs> each each of them has a scrapper blanket with them with a, a, a rune drawn on it okay i take it you're uh, looking for the uh one of the priestesses yep which temple was it whose temple an older oh somebody else better do that i don't think i'm really associated i'll do it i think it's an associated cult of mine yeah yep and it is with marangor as well oh yeah my worship wasn't too good and so if it's not good for Marangor, it's not going to be good for somebody associated. <laughs> yeah. I'm just feeling all out of worship. Yep. Okay. The um, Just uh, give me a luck roll, will you, Josh? Power times five. Yep. Okay. Nice. It is a priestess of Chalana Arroy. Oh, lucky me. Very lucky you. Okay. Oh, my dear. How can we help you? This doesn't sound like a girl. That sounds like a very ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire is meeting you. Toodaloo. <laughs> we have found these children. They were displaced from their homes by the brew. Brew. We are hoping. Brew. Oh, yes. We are hoping we can leave them here in relative safety. Oh, this is definitely one of the most safe places in all of the lands. Where they won't get turned into herdmen. I just so happened to stumble across this party, and they helped me greatly. I come from the Sisters of Mercy from the Great Hospital. The Great Hospital? From No Shed? Yes, No Shed. No Shed. <laughs> no Shed. <laughs> Well, you ha you have come a long way. I must say they uh, were infected by disease, but I believe I, uh, we have been able to cure them. She sort of puts her hands on them and says, why, yes, there is no disease. I may look after them for just a little bit, just to but, be but safe. If you have brought them all the way from no shit. <laughs> oh, no. They are from uh, the local villagers. They were taken from their homes and families. And then I'm just going to whisper because I, I, I really don't know. I do not know if th their families have survived. They may be orphaned. Where, uh, where, where did you find them? Uh, some with Zebru. And where did we find the first half? Starfire Ridge is one of the crofters' places there. Yes, and at uh, one of the crofters' places in Starfire Reach. Oh, they are from Starfire Reaches, and you brought them here. Oh, that is that is many days' trip. It is a whole three or four days. Ah, oh, yes. It was a hard journey. You may want to let the local guards, or perhaps we can, that there's at least three brew still out there. Three? 
three is a wow it's not a huge number it wasn't anymore and what happened to them uh, they have been uh, dispatched dispatched i will say this only once i hope that you were not involved in the dispatching oh never once never once did i lift my any weapon up in anger to do harm did you not contact any of the uh, authorities to tell them about this uh, these rules uh, we were not able we were accosted the entire time coming here all the way all the way to uh, clearwine fort yes most of the way oh um at this point she sort of uh, motions to some other initiates to come over to help and look after the kids oh they they seem to be well feared yes we did the best i could they do not look like they have discovered uh, uh felt much discomfort uh do you do you think that maybe they are all right are they in the in the head uh, i cannot say who knows what these things it's very traumatic experience. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, so what are you up to, daughter? What, where are you going? I am not sure. I met these people along the way and they have rescued me. And I think for the time being, I may continue to keep their company. They seem like a, um, how do you say, interesting crowd? Ah, yes, very, quite uh, different than what I'm used to. This one looks like he was raised on giant's milk, and this one looks like he uh, takes what he wants. She pointing to uh, Vidad and... Vidad and Tostin. Uh, Vidad and Tostin. Sindrid standing in the background, sort of um, being, enjoying being the center of attention, um, uh, amongst these Chilano Roy initiates, sort of making sure that they understand that they rode on his bison and he looked after them. Uh, pardon, uh, madam. Uh, how rude of me. I am Jean d'Arc. And you? I am Lucy of the Sky. <laughs> Great track. Ah, uh, my pleasure to meet you, Lucy. I, I thank you. Um, the, the mother superior, she is uh, tied up today, uh, getting ready for the for the uh, for the ceremonies in a couple of days. But um, um, seriously, my daughter, like, where where do you think that you shall go now? For the time being, while we are here, if there is, I can help. But uh, I think Chalana Roy has put me in the path for a reason, and I would like to see where it goes. That should be interesting. I see that you uh, you have a storm bill to protect you, as as well as these uh, strapping fellows. She says that loud enough to make sure that Vdad and Tostin actually hear it. Are we likely likely to get some wicked rep rolls for this? Yes. Now that now that it's all starting to come out in the open. Have you heard of my grandfather, Guy Romy? I am afraid I have not. Oh, it's a shame. As you say, so so how on earth did uh, these gentlemen uh, come to be up on Starfire Ridges? They have the looks of um, uh, 
I've good column, our man, but they look like they're from up around Roomgate. I'm going to hold my hand out and look, you know, kind of wave my hand in front of my person um, towards uh, the dad, if he's there, or one of the others to explain how they'd come up there. She looks at you guys and says, um, you look like you have, um, uh, you look like you're a Lismalda, but uh, the rest of you look like you're um, from Nari clan. Yeah, I explained that we, we are from the Nari clan. We're, um, we're men of, uh, what's the guy's name again? Harris the King. Harris. Yeah, we're Harris's men. Okay, hang on a second. I, I have not heard of this Harris, uh, but uh, he is one of the Nari. It's, it is a small clan, small tribe, you know. Um, uh, there's probably a good reason I have not heard of him. Small but perfectly formed. She looks at you funny and says, I, I suppose if, as long as the tool is right for its use, you do know how to use your tools? Very much so. Has she heard of, has she heard of anything, uh, any of us? Has that filtered down at all? Um, yeah, if you give her a reference point. She's probably not going to like any of my reference points, being Shalana Aroy. Well, you did save, like, by um, killing the Tusk Riders, uh, you did actually um, help free the spirits of the people that had been bound uh, by defending the, the farmers from the zombies. You've, you know, you fought against Undead. That's always a good thing. Yeah, the Undead one's good. Yeah, um, I mentioned that we've, uh, we've been clearing out some of the, the Undead creatures that are around the Upland Marsh. Oh, yeah. Uh... Yes, yes, it is a, a bad problem again at the moment. Since the big battle, there's all those bodies, and uh, the, the necromancer seems to be using them just uh, en masse to actually come out and try and attack. I'm just going to roll your rip for you, because Tostin made a really good name for himself on that one. Tostin rip. We didn't do our rep rolls either. I think we had a couple... I had a negative rep roll from the singing exploits. That's right. Um, I rolled your rep roll, but now you're miles off. But um, she says, oh, no, I have not uh, I have not heard of this Tustin de Barber. Um, but, you know, again, Nadi, small clan, small tribe. Uh, you Maybe that is why. But obviously you're new to the big city. But uh, let's just say that uh, you are interesting in your own way. Um, and Vidad, uh, Vidad, the, the Europolt, um, can you explain why you have this name? Um, who am I speaking to first? Because um, <laughs> uh, it's the priestess of Chilana Roy that's um, taking the kids off your guys' hands. What do we call priestesses? What do we do? We have a post nominal for them? No, she's uh, she's part of the Sisters of Mercy, but all oh, right, yes, well, sister, it's because um, I do like to imbibe. What do you imbibe? Oh, piss. As in the alcoholic type. Oh, but I ask you, you play on the words to uh, to sort of make this. This is, um, yes, this is rather rural, isn't it? <laughs> can, I, can I roll a rep roll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your rep roll on this one. First, first rune or second rune? Uh, first rune, yep, just bang it out. I have uh, 
I have heard of a. Um, I have heard this guy. Um, he he was um, in a. Oh, I can't remember the place. It was. I heard from one of the sisters from Runegate that there was these visiting men from one of the local things, and they. I had this man who played a, such an amazing harp that he had people weeping and crying and joy, but he was accompanied would be probably the nice word to say by someone on a mouth harp <laughs> from what she said it was like listening to angels at the same time as listening to screaming cats <laughs> oh, nothing about the vampire or anything like that <laughs> I do, I do vampires, so oh, you know, um, <laughs> these things, I, ha, I have heard of a group up there that has been doing good. Um, I do not know this, this Europolt um, thing, but I, I do understand that, you know, again, small tribe, small clan, you know, it's, these things do not always make it to the, to the major towns. Um, um, Sammy, are you there? Yeah. Um, can you roll rip for, um, Inders, please. Yes, I can. Oh, oh there's, by the way, uh, it says here in, in that rep roll for harp to come. Yeah. Oh, okay. So roll a d6. Okay. So um, his rep roll's 15. Okay, it fails, but... Um, he introduces himself as Indar's uh, one-shot, you know, killer of dragon snails and um, masterful player of the harp. At which point, um, uh, what's Indar's charisma? Uh, Fourteen. Um, she goes. Are you are the 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 man of the uh, strings that has the talented fingers? Yes, that would be me. Oh. Um, would we be able to um, occasion you occasion us with um, with playing your harp? The, the sisters and the um, the people that are in the temple would love to hear such wonderful music. Yes, that that would of course be possible with the oh, um, you are, a small, small compensation. You are welcome to stay on for the. Um, for the celebrations this evening, um, you know, it is bountiful time. You know, there is great stuff. We have, we have our um, holiday coming up in a couple of days, but it would be so good for all of the ladies here to be to hear the work of a man that is so masterful with his fingers. Uh, you, you are all welcome, of course. You, you can, um, you can join in with the sisters. Um, just, uh, I, all I say is, um, do not annoy the ladies. Um, who guard the temple, the, the sisters of Babistagor, they, they do not tend to take well to being put upon. Uh, blue, blue balls would not be a problem afterwards. <laughs> yes, yes, that does sound good. And of course, I, I suppose we can all. Oh, that's, all, that's... Uh, be living, living here the next few days. Yes, oh, look. Um, you are you are welcome to make use of some of these guest rooms. Um, um, with what you have done, uh, the temple will gladly um, provide for you tonight, uh, and even for the next few days if you are staying on for the holidays. Are are, are we staying for the holidays? Yeah, because um, 
uh, Jean needed the second roll to get earned room points. Yeah, sure. So um, the afternoon, you guys are free to go off and um, do what you need to do around town to sell and get any other supplies, etc. that you're after. I'm unpacking that Enders needs some arrows. I have a question. How do I increase my rune points? You sacrifice at the holy day. Um, you sacrifice permanent power for rune points. And in the process, you can learn a new spell. Is there any any potential to learn any spirit magic? Ooh. So, um, was I supposed to have done that when I just did the roll to regain rune points? Uh, you can do that afterwards. So, like, what I want to do is just make sure that everyone was topped up as part of the process, and then um, over these next couple of days, you guys are free to to do what you need to do to stock up or to try and buy magic. Do, do you need your own temple for that, or can you do it in, in associated temple? So the Anelda Temple, um, you're free to, um, so Jean can easily come here to it. Anyone that's associated cult with an Anelda can come and get it. Uh, just there's a difference in how much it's going to cost you um, for getting the stuff. It takes a day, um, pretty much um, a couple of days um, for everything to happen. Um, and if it's your own temple, uh, which is... I think there's an, there's an all-empty temple, there's an older temple, the Talana are always here uh, as part of the older temple, Marangor's here as part of the older temple. So there is access to um, stuff for everyone except for uh, Hengis will have to go off to the um, the hall um, where they use it as a shrine for Humart. But uh, he doesn't particularly want a lot of spirit magic because it screws with his ability to cast his sorcery. So, um, weapon-wise, shield-wise, I think a few of you had, had taken damage to weapons. Uh, by the way, can I uh, fill my Gar Crystal? Is that possible to do here? Sorry, I missed that part. How can can... The Gar Crystal, the mag magic part. Oh, yep, so that's just a matter of time. So uh, during the, the day or at the end of the day, uh, any excess magic points you've got, you just sort of um, concentrate and it will fill the the crystal okay so the few days we are here we can yep so you just top that off yep yep good 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 uh same with each of you that have got the magic point storage devices um you might want to look into a couple of things just as a suggestion is um one um you know that you're going to go meet some badass dude as part of um harris's quest you got to help him sort of fight whatever the big bad is that get summoned uh two is you've now had multiple run-ins with spirits and you know that you are all a little bit susceptible um to that it's only been a bit of luck that's actually sort of alive and three was anything that enhances that um either uh, healing or damage or protection is always good were we supposed to get power gain rolls during the worship or is that just for our high holy just your guys high holy days so damn so uh, Stormball's got a high holiday coming up. So um, in a couple of weeks, Syndra will get a roll on that. And I think the rest of them are just uh, seasonal holidays at the moment. Gotcha. And the spells we can learn are only the spirit magic that's available from our cult or associated cults? Yep. So none of you are qualified enough yet to get... Um, rune magic from associated cults 
Um, but um, yeah, you've, you're able to, um, yeah, like vigor, um, heal, that sort of stuff that you can get from an older. In fact, I'm, ju I'm just having a quick look. And we can take the prices from the from the rule book, or are they adjusted? It will be adjusted, depending on things. So um, you guys basically beetled straight down off the hill to Clear One Fort, and the rest of the information is just starting to flow in about what's been happening. So what you've done and how the fact that you guys have managed to drive off some of those um, things is all just starting to get there. So Anolda has befuddle, demoralize, heal, second sight, shimmer, slow, strength, and vigor. So you all know what sort of befuddle, demoralize, heal do. Second sight is the ability to see the spirits, um, but the other side to it is the fact that even in dark, you can see the glow from the spirits. So uh, you know, it means you can actually still potentially attack in the night. Uh, Shimmer is the, uh, each point of the spell is minus 5%, I think it is, to the chance to hit you. S slows the attacking spell, so instead of you guys having to do haste, you can make the other person slow down to half their speed so that they can't run away. Strength, everyone knows, and Vigor is the, um, the one that adds to Constitution. Uh, the only other one, of course, that you could get would be, say, Chilana Aroi or Babistagor, or even Marangor. So for Chalana or Roy, um, befuddle, dull blade, heal, light, shimmer, and you won't have access to sleep. I think I already have sleep. Yeah, but uh, for everyone that's not, that's uh, a cult special spell, so uh, it doesn't get sort of bandied around. So it can't be misused. So, wait, are those the only ones that are available to me here? Uh, that's Chilana Arroy's ones. So any of the Anolda, Chilana Arroy, um, Babista Gore, or Marangor spells. Because they have a summon spirit, uh, a heal spirit, I think. Or what was it? I have to look now. So just spirit magic. Oh, just spirit, not rune magic. Oh, no. okay. I was looking at it. Okay. So let's see. Befuddle, dull blade, heal, light, shimmer, sleep. Yep, I think so I that's... have sleep. I have. Do I have heal? I would hope so, being a, a healer. No, I don't. I only have shimmer and sleep. So yeah, I'm gonna definitely want to learn heal. Uh, how how much are that? Thirty lunas for learning a spell, plus another fifteen lunas. A... Okay. So a, a heal four would cost ninety lunas all up. And I could learn a heal four. Yep. Wow. What about Dullblade? Yep. Um, have a read of the um, just how it works because it's it is a cool spell, but it, there are some limits on it. I'm thinking of um, getting strength. What are we looking cost wise for that? Uh, so thirty plus thirty, sixty. So you guys are still rocking around with around. Um, close to 600 or no you've got close to a thousand lunas even after um of gear that you're still uh, honking around with even after um dave used the the plate for worship okay because uh, at least the uh endors has three lunars so yep so party loot i can just have a quick look who's in charge of the finances in the party
the bandit has been so far. Okay, you've got 170 lunars in straight cash. Okay, you've got a golden arm ring, a golden net ring, two golden pendants, four, uh, three, three silver dishes now, um, a large fluted washing bowl, so sorry, four silver dishes, um, another fluted dish, a large silver plate, and a small silver cup. All up, uh, Tostin reckoned that was worth around a thousand odd lunas. Can I charm, since this is a Chalana Aroi priest, there's priestesses here, into teaching me heal for free? As being a, a sister of mercy? Well, we are all sisters of mercy, dear. Um, but the cult has to survive. The cult has to sort of um, give these these services to others for free. So, um, you would have to tell me a very good reason why. Uh, by being out and healing the local villagers, I am getting the name of Chalana Aroy out and inspiring people to worship her. See, can I augment this with loyalty, Sisters of Mercy, or some other devotion, Chalana Arroy, or something? Do, or just do could, a normal charm roll? De devotion, Chalana Arroy, I'd let you go with that one. Okay. Let's see. Success, so plus 20 to my charm. Alright. It's going to be dicey, no pun intended. Definitely pun intended. Ah. You got a success. She says, daughter, we will, um, I will come back to you. I will come back to you in the next couple of days. I need to talk about it with the, mo the mother. I will wait patiently. Um, Sindrid being Sindrid says, don't worry about love. We'll, uh, quite happily uh, make sure that you can heal us of what you did for my my chamomile my my poor old chamomile i've um, got no problem with uh making sure that you know how to heal and this is sindra saying that this is well remember <laughs> she saved chamomile from instant death i used a rune magic And say so Chalana Arroy is one of the few things that Sindrid has a, a real love for. He's, he's like, you know, I should, uh, since you've joined the party, I should uh, really look at sort of exploring the, the wilder side of life with my, um, with my god. And um, I've been a bit fearful about sort of exploring my anger. And I'm going to look over to the Lucy eyebrows raised. See, it is working already. Yep, Sindrid going berserk has not been high on the priority list because he was shit scared of never coming out of it. Okay, so um, basically, is there any particular spells that you're wanting? Yeah, I want to buy a doll blade, but I, I don't want to take the group's money. That's what I, was, I was asking who's in charge of the finances here to see if they'll invest in me here. Maybe a small loan. If there's, can we flog some of this stuff? Yep, just like you've got liquidate a board of stuff. So, um, and this is probably one of the best places to try and actually get the money because there's a lot of people here. I think I've got a pretty decent bargain skill as well. 
from memory? Um, yeah, VDAD, there was a few bits and pieces there that you you were sort of a major part in bringing to the party. So um, do you have any issues? No, mm. not particularly. Well, what were they? Because, I mean, I can't see them. Uh, it's on that gear sheet. Oh, yeah, gear sheet, I see it, yeah. So, like, there's a there's a fair bit of gold and silver there, and you've um, you've already given Harris his share of the stuff, and you've already also already dedicated the stuff to the um, to the temples as well. So that was that large fluted washing bowl with her solar and her marangora in the center. Yep, that's what you use for your worship. So we can cross that off, can we? Or? Yep, and um, that that was worth over three hundred lunas. Yeah, so given given that I've spent that already, I'm not. It doesn't worry me about somebody else. Uh, just as a reference point, though, that um, one bowl was worth around three hundred lunas, and you still got another four or five bowls there, plus silver cups and gold bits and pieces. That gives you a fairly good indication of the amount of money you're racking around with. Did you? What was my bargain skill? Did you see that? I'm just looking. Your bargain skill is five. Sweet. <laughs> Bandits don't need to bargain. Yeah. Especially not to take it from people. Yeah, oh, that's right. I think it's the evaluate that's... <laughs> evaluate is high. Don't need bargain. Yep. Uh, rules got 20. What's this for? What are we bargaining for? To uh, sell? Yeah, to sell some of the stuff. Okay, because I've got two things on my horse I want to sell as well, which have been there for a while now. <laughs> Just shit that I'd have that I don't need. My broadsword and my two-handed lunar sword sell in town. Yeah. Sell. So at the moment, you've got... Um, Hengist has got the best bargain skill with 20. Um, how does that compare with the rest of yours? 15. Oh, my bargain is absolute shit. Can I bargain with my fists? I'm good at that. No. Okay. So, yeah. In time date. In time date. Uh, Enders, what's yours? I think it was 15. Yep, 15. Okay. So, um, one of you guys can sort of take the front for bargaining and we'll use um, uh, Hingis skill for Dilmu. Um, but, yeah, either, either Enders or... Um, yeah, actually, actually, it'll need to be Enders. Uh, Jean's was only the same. So you go off uh, packing all of this stuff. Um, there's, a, as I say, there's a, a lot of gear there. There's a couple of shops that all sort of happily trade stuff. So I'm picking Enders is going to want some arrows. Is he going to need anything else? No, I think that's all. Okay. Uh, anyone else? So uh, VDAD, you're wanting to get rid of your broadsword and your what? No, it was a two-handed lunar sword. Oh, that wrong failure. Yep. Yep. Okay, so um, there's a guy, well, there's a couple of guys trading weapons here, so um, I take it you're probably going to look for um, to sell off at this place. Um, yep. Okay. <laughs> well, it looks like it's been slightly used. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> It's a couple hundred years old, I think. <laughs> um, really? Like, how the well, hell do you know. know that? 
Uh, well, I don't know. Where did we find it? We found it attached to a zombie, didn't we? Yeah, attached to a zombie from um, – you're pretty sure that it was attached to the zombie probably sometime in the last year, just after the Great Battle, um, where they pushed oh, back so the it's Lunas. Not that old. No. So it's not that old. Okay, cool. The um, user rep roll, uh, VDAD. A rep roll? Yeah, try for a rep roll. The first or the second? Yep. Uh, first one. Ah. Oh, so what you're saying is it's uh, you picked it up out of the mud from uh, where there's been a bunch of bloody zombies fighting. Well, there's, a, there's hordes of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he looks at it and says, well, yeah, okay. Um, uh, roll your bargain skill. Um, oh, who, me? I thought what's uh, no, his no, name so, was doing all the bargain. Yeah, so um, <laughs> Sammy, if you roll Ender's bargain skill, um, you've got a 25% chance all up for success. Uh, I can roll. It's 15. It's the bargain. Yep. yep, so you got another plus 10 on top of that. <clears throat> okay, that's pretty good. So it just turns around and goes, mate, I wouldn't fucking buy it if I was you. <laughs> I just actually only just kept the result popping up. 99. Yeah. I, I think we don't, I, I think you are going to pay, pay something that, for the guy. Yeah, you're going to have to pay him that. money to get rid of that. Yeah. Mate, that, that was shite. Okay, so the, um, I can't believe that. <laughs> what did I say? It was a wrong fire, wasn't it? Okay. The normal value of one is 50 lunars to buy. Um, he will give you a grand total of five lunars for it. Yeah. Sold. <laughs> okay. And what was the other one? A broadsword. Just a straight broadsword. My old yep. broadsword. That he'll, give you, he'll give you another five lunars for that. There we go. All done. Okay. Thankfully, that's not the Fletcher. So, um, yeah. <laughs> how, how many arrows would you like, Enders? 21. Okay, 21 arrows. Okay, so um, roll your bargain again. Use something. How uh, can I use... <laughs> Rip. Uh, you, you can use Project. rip. You can use either rip or you can use um, fire rune. I think it is fire rune. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. That's good. Yeah, we want to do that. Okay. Oh, look, another fumble. Not. No. Okay. No. Yep. So you've got um, plus twenty. So you've got a forty-five percent chance for your bargain skill. That's almost. It's not. You haven't been absolutely hammered this time. Hey, can you roll the rip roll? Because this guy's well connected among archers. Can I? Uh, yep. No, just uh, my rip roll with uh, my bow skill. Uh, not just roll rip at the moment. If it's vaguely close. Okay. Oh, that's not too close. Okay. Um, he's busy talking away, saying, oh, um, yeah, it's good to have lots of arrows. Mind you, there's that guy that's uh, from up north. Um, 
you know, he he killed five dragon snails, you know, and um, one arrow each. Um, and I'd love to meet a guy like that. And I, I hear he gives all his money away to the poor as well. Hey, yeah, this guy. Look, <laughs> he has this this kind of head and face. Uh, wow, well, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, he's probably from a similar place to you too. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say one day I'm going to look forward to meeting that guy. <laughs> <laughs> me. It was me. It was us, and I was shooting those crimson snails. No, look, I, I don't think his name was Enders. I, th I think yeah, he might have been called yeah. Terminator or something like that. No, it was Enders one shot. It was me. Like, tell, tell him, Thorsten, tell him. You were there. With that? Anyone? Yeah. Oh, well. I'll try to convince this guy. I've done a bit of charming of late. Although I dance better, but that's not a convince him. Oh, I could try intimidate. I intimidate better. Can I try to intimidate him? Going, ah, oh, piss off. That's him, you dickhead. Don't you believe me? I'll fucking, I'll nut you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll punch you in the face, bastard. If you don't okay. <laughs> see, see, what, see what the result is. You may get a sort of unexpected um, outcome from this. Oh, yeah. In my mind, intimidate doesn't work. Uh, you, you sort of go, please, like it really was him. You know? I'd like to get in on that intimidate action as well, if you can roll for me. Yeah. I've got a hefty intimidate. Right, as good as your bargain. <laughs> I... No, his bargain was decent, remember? I think it's 15, at least 15. Oh, yeah, you said it was decent, and then he told us it was a 10. Hey, that's decent in my land. <laughs> <laughs> your, it's all relative. Your skill is 40, and uh, you rolled a 64. In some cases, uh, relatives of all, all that they know in the biblical sense. Here, I'll try and charm, since everyone else is going in on it. Okay, at, at the moment, this guy is sort of looking and laughing at all of these wannabe toughs. I'm, I, I, I can sing a song about that fight. Hey, I bat okay. my eyes. So Jean comes along and says, Oh, kind sir, these big bad boys, they really are the, the men that sort of did all of those wonderful deeds. Yeah, he, uh, he's decided he really doesn't give a shit about what you got did, but um, sort of looks at Jean and says, well, my dear, uh, what are you doing in the city at the moment? Uh, you sound like you're from a, a way down south. Uh, just visiting. Have you got somewhere to stay tonight? Uh, yes, with my sisters of mercy in Zippel. Ah, oh, that's a pity. Um, I thought you uh, might have been a uh, one of the daughters of Illyria. <laughs> Not quite. What's this guy's? Uh, what's this guy's charisma? About a fifteen. Oh shit! He says, "Not quite." Does that uh, does that mean you uh, enjoy some of their pastimes? Oh man, a little bit of. A... I yes. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you see him straightening his oh. uh, collar and. Uh, you know, patting down his front to get rid of any of the crumbs that are still on the front of him and grooming his beard. Um, he picks up a, a pitcher of mead 
uh, from the side that his head's sitting there and start sort of sculling it and spilling it down the front. And uh, yeah, just like gulp, gulp, gulp. Uh, well, Dutch courage. <laughs> may, may I interest you in uh, worshipping Illyria tonight? Well, the temple is having a celebration. You should come there. I'd like to get yeah, where you all, want. All of, these, all of these people are, are in that in that uh, party with me, because I'm the guy who is shooting <laughs> dragon snails. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever you say, boss. Whatever you say. <laughs> but yeah, Dad you've... unsuccessfully tries to hide and move silently and move off away from the group. <laughs> I'm not with him. I'm, not with him. <laughs> I'm looking for an animal, uh, some livery now. <laughs> B Dad sort of like doo, 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 doo. knocking shit over to go. Yep, accidentally. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, can, I I tell... my, uh, can I use my uh, play harp skill to augment my sing? singing skill to sing a song about my heroics. So in the middle of the um, the market, you're going to whip out your harp and start um, <laughs> yeah. sing, If he's allowed to whip out harp, I should be able to whip out other stuff. <laughs> okay. So in the middle of the marketplace, um, you guys are sort of busy trying to say, look at me, look at me, look at me. Uh, and all of a sudden, um, Indas pulls out his harp and goes strum, strum. Okay, roll your harp skill, mate. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, no, because you had your... Um... Oh, here we go. Yeah, that, I <laughs> just hit a bunch of chords after seeing his roll, or missed a bunch of chords after seeing his roll. He's got, he's got to 20 because he activated his um, rune earlier on for communication and that, so... Um, I'll say... Oh, but the, the play, play is manipulation skill. Yep, uh, but it's the same rune as well, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, A rune is in manipulation. Okay, so you don't play so good. So now uh, now roll your sing with a minus 20. Oof. Uh, uh, okay. Minus 20. <laughs> that is definitely not the guy who killed snails. Okay. There once was a man from Nantucket. He desired a woman, so fuck it. And then he did this, and then he did that, and fuck, I can't make anything else rhyme. Bucket? Yes, yeah, so um, definitely not uh, Ender's um, best attempt uh, in the last couple of weeks. Um, and now he's left thinking, oh shit, I'm supposed to be performing in front of all of these beautiful ladies tonight at the temple. Oh, oh um, I may need some Dutch courage. A bit insecure now. He's feeling a little bit sort of less than his normal exuberant self. Ah, that's easy. I'm, I'm not singing there, I'm just playing. Just going to play by yourself. Oh, I'll play with him. There we go. V Dad. Yo. Um, Jean is going to play with um, Endos. <laughs> Do I 
have flashbacks and go, how can I really fuck the day up for them? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm feeling sorry for the guys now. They've been busting their guts to do such shit, and then if I come in, then they'll just blame me for everything. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So, um... This guy is sort of like, yeah, 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 okay, yep. If you if you say so, if you say so, yeah, you're you're the guy. Um, now, Miss, uh, what time to meet you for dinner? I don't know what time is that celebration. Ah, uh, you'd probably say about six, say? six or seven in the evening. Yeah, just uh, after about dark. About six or seven in the evening, just after dark. Yeah. Now, yeah. Will we be staying long at the event? Uh, and would we like to go to your place or mine afterwards? A bit presumptuous. Well, we are out to worship the goddess. We shall see where the evening takes us. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Your place or mine? Uh, a bit strong, no? Well, I am fairly strong. I'll tell you what, miss. I'll see you there. And, um, I look forward to seeing more of you. I shall see you then. Not really strong if you can't even give me 21 arrows. You get me 21 arrows, it just costs you 20, uh, 25 lunas. Can I use the thing? Okay, here we go. Come on, Dave, give us the. What's the song? Well, oh, what's the song? I don't know. Can I play it to you? I don't think I can. Can I? Uh, I'm not singing. Yeah, it just be it'll just be a better rendition of your old Tucket, <laughs> or the man from Nantucket, I should say. He doesn't say all of a sudden. Enders, you hear the noise of a mouth harp going off in the background, and it um, spurs your um, passion for hate mouth harp. <laughs> as, as I'm walking through and I, I feel I've done a good roll, I'll leave the harp in my mouth, reach up as high as I can with stick my middle finger up back towards their direction and keep walking towards the yep. library. <laughs> this fucking mouth harp, the, the one time that you can't actually get it going with your harp and this cunt's over there in the background fucking swinging sweet... They're making sweet melodies that you can't even sort of come close to, to achieving today. You know, this fucker, like, what's he going to do tonight? <laughs> yeah, but I'm much better player than he is. <laughs> well, you've spent years playing with yourself, so you know exactly how good you are. <laughs> yes. Okay. So okay. I've got a couple questions here. Yep. So if if I bought a dull blade one, and then later I wanted to, you know, have it be up to a two or three, would I have to buy a dull blade two? It would would it be a different spell? Like I would have a dull blade one, and then I would have a dull blade two. So it cost would... you it would cost you um, forty five lunas to buy your dull blade one at the moment, um, and then uh -huh. it would cost sixty lunas when it came time to buy your dull blade two. And then if you went and got Dollblade 3 at a later date, it would cost you um, 75 lunas. So that would just so then I'd just have one Dollblade spell of Dollblade 3, or would I have three Dollblade spells? 
Just a one, one, a two, and a three. Okay, that's what I was wondering. And also, do I get a boost to my reputation for shielding children and curing diseased children? At the moment, that's still catching up with you. Okay. But still, once he's got the dull blade, so if he goes the dull blade to three, that means he can still cast it at, once he's got it up to three, he can cast it at any of those levels. Yep, that's right. It's just the fact that oh, it, only, okay. it, only, it only takes up three points of actual um, spell slots. Oh, okay. Is, so is that the same with Blade Sharp? Like the Humacht has Blade Sharp four? Does he, he can yep. do it at one, two, three, or four? Oh, yeah. The thing is, so it's, yeah, it's it's one of those ones though that you don't tend to like. If you're going to cast it, you generally want to cast it at max. Heal's one of the few spells where all oh, you've got to graze. Ding! I'll cast a heal two rather than a heal six, um, just because I need okay. to stop the bleeding, not not the other stuff. But it's a, I suppose for the blade sharp two, it depends upon if he's got blade sharp four and he wants to do blade sharp two on two different people, so that way you've got yeah. Two, yeah, then that makes. Sense. Well, you can you can do like right. four on two different people. You can do. Um, but it's, so but it's still cast number of magic that'll cost him eight points then. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Yeah, it's, it all comes back to your magic points, and that's why um, Hengist is you know um, keen to have um, magic point matrices etc. Because he's the one that, um, you know, when he starts wrecking off blade sharp, especially if he casts it on other people as well as himself, it um, gobbles through the magic points real quick. Can I use the 25 Lunars from, from the... Uh, yep. Yeah, well, so, yeah, so you've got... Um, uh, okay, so you just go off somewhere to try and uh, find a guy that deals in gold and silver and looking to sell on some of the bits and pieces that you've got there. So, yep, you've paid the 25 Lunars out of the 170 that's already in the party fund. So you've got the, a number of items um, that you can potentially sell. Uh, I'll just roll. If you guys pick a piece and Tostin will uh, evaluate it for you. What's your heal at, Joan of Arc? He has oh. a heal zero. He has heal zero? Yep. Oh, so he doesn't have heal. No, I was looking at I have like heal wound or something. Yeah, so he because he had spirit the magic mind spell. Yeah, so he doesn't have the spirit magic heal at all. Oh, okay. Because he only got because he was only initiated, he'd only get five points of spell. So he took uh, sleep and I think it was befuddle. Yeah, shimmer. What, sleep what, and shimmer. shimmer. What does a heal? What does a heal six cost? I have heal body for rune magic. Yeah, and so, then I've listed elsewhere. Um, that I also have uh, heal wound one point. I don't know the under additional magic. I don't know yeah, what that's yeah, for. Heal, heal wound was um, the was the runic one. Um, a heal six would cost one hundred and twenty lunas. Right. Does anybody have the ability to reattach limbs? Uh, I can, but I don't. That's heal body. What, does your heal body do that? Well, no. Uh, there's actually a rune magic Chalana Arroyo spell that's reattach limbs. I think heal body just gets you up to full hit points, but it doesn't reattach limbs. Yep. So all of all of the other spells you have to cast on individual wounds. So like um, if you've got a wound on the arm and a leg, then it's two different spells that you got to cast to be able to do it. Whereas with heal body, it can heal multiple wounds all at once. 
Actually, heal body does reattach limbs. This spell cures the total damage done to a body, regardless of hit location or source. The player of the affected adventure simply erases all damage from total hit points and hit location hit points. Any severed limbs are reattached if available or regenerate as if new. Wow, what's the point of re of the limbs one then? Oh well, that's because you do a if you can do a heal six just spirit magic, it'll reattach. Limbs. No, I mean the the rune magic was it um, not regrow limb. Yeah, it's regrow limb. This spell regrows a severed limb or mangled limb whenever a limb is lost. So the I guess heal body only, has to be only... pretty pretty much um, straight away. It has to be within a short a short term. And is it what's the amount of rune point? Is that a three point rune magic? As yeah, well? that's a, yeah. yeah, that's a three point. And then regrow limb is only two points. Gotcha. So that's the nuclear and, option. Yeah, and it can be cast well after. So I think this is a spirit magic. This heal. Wound no, one point. No, no, that was the common divine magic one. Oh, the common divine. Oh, all, yep. all the common divine magic spells that I have. Yeah. So the heal wound was a was the common one. So um, because you were looking at the the spells that you could actually use by the time you got the shimmer two and the sleep that used up all of your spirit magic points. Mm-hmm. And so you just were going to rely on the heal wound initially. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have it listed with like command, cold spirit, dismiss magic, divination, extension, find enemy, heal wound, multi spell, sanctify, soul sight, spirit yeah, block. Common, common room ones. Okay. Oh, so I can already summon a cold spirit. Yep. Yeah, that's your one point healing spirit. <laughs> okay. Okay. It says so one to three points. Yep, just the number of points you put into it. Okay. And these are rune spells. Yep. So okay. they. So the thing is with rune magic, super, super powerful, does a lot more than what the spirit magic does, but at the same time, you're limited by your rune points per season. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So which piece of jewelry or um, whatever would you like to try and get rid of first? This is to cash up, so you have got some money to do bits and pieces. I think it's well worth... Well worth getting that heal six, I reckon. So there's a golden arm ring, a golden neck ring, two golden pendants, four silver dishes, a figure of Israelia, another fluted dish, and a large silver plate and small silver cup. How much money have we spent thus far? Uh, so far, 25 lunas. Okay. So we're at 150 lunars. Um, can so I guess we'll just go left to right then. Uh, can we start with the valuation of the golden armoring? Okay, good old Tostin, because he knows his stuff. Success. Yeah, he says, look, you know, if I was buying that in a shop, um, you know, if I was dumb enough to be a noble and buy that in the shop, I'd say it's probably worth somewhere between three and 400 lunars, but he said I'd probably be able to get rid of it to uh, someone for somewhere between, a, say, 100 and 200 lunars. Um, next one is the golden neck ring. Oh, here we go. Success again. Is someone writing that on the I, gear? I am right now, yeah. Oh, the, the, it's a big, thick, heavy golden neck ring. And, um, he looks at it and he says... Uh, I'd say it's worth somewhere between, say, uh, it's worth at least 800 lunars. OK, 
Okay, two golden pennants. Yeah. When he says it's worth it, he also says that he'd probably only be able to sell it for around sort of 400. Okay. Uh, look, that, they're probably worth around 100 lunas each. If you got 50 lunas, if you got 100 for both of them, you'd be happy. Okay. Four silver dishes, two silver skillets, one plane, and the other decorated with figure of Azrelia. Yep. So. Wait, two, three, four. And then it's also another fluted dish and a large silver plate and small silver cup. Yep. So the two, uh, the two silver skillets, the one, the first one he thinks is worth somewhere around 200 to 300 lunas. And mm -hmm. he looks at the other one and says, yeah, probably the same for that too. So again, like he thinks that everything that you got there, if you got half the value of it, you'd be doing pretty good um, for selling it. Okay. So while it's worth that, it's um, what you can actually recoup on it would come back down to your bargain skill. Then the plane and the Azrelia decorated ones? Uh, so the second one there was the Azrelia one. That's the 300? Yep. Okay. Um, the large fluted washing bowl, that's already gone. That's gone to, um, uh, that's already gone on worship. Uh, that was worth around 300 lunas. Um, the fluted, the another fluted dish, he reckons that's worth somewhere around the sort of three to 400 lunar mark. Large silver plate and small silver cup. Okay. They're worth around 200 to 250 each. All right. Everything's accounted for then. Yep. Um, while he's at it, um, Endars, do you want him to have a look at the emerald? I think he already didn't he uh, do that in the field. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I think uh, did not have something. Yeah, he said it was worth billions. Oh, okay. that's right. Okay. Yeah, sure. It is. It is. It is, well, it is worth well, billions. He's decided that well, the billions, though. It's probably worth somewhere around sort of 500 to 600 lunas. Maybe a little bit less. Just in case you missed that message, um, my phone's about to die. Yeah. So um, strength, heal two, and spirit, if we can afford it, and in that order. So basically he's looking for a couple of hundred lunas worth of spells. So who's the best bargain? At the moment, Enders. So he's right. He's running at a skill of 25%. You want to try and sell off all this stuff? Or even just some of it, because sometimes some of that's actually easier to carry. Uh, like the bowls are probably harder to carry, but the um, the gold rings, etc., are really easy to carry. I still think you're going to probably, looking at what people are doing in reference to spells, you're probably going to use most of it on buying spells at the church. Well, based on the numbers that you can, like the amount of um, space that you've got to learn stuff, the majority of years can only afford to do somewhere between 200 and 300 worth of spells anyway. Depends if um, Jean goes for heal six. That's actually a relatively cheap spell to do because it's only got the one initial spell thing of 30. Well, I want to see uh, if that lady's going to teach me any level of heal for free first. The simple answer to that is no. Well, she's not very into her cult. 
<laughs> she loves her occult. Just no kinship there whatsoever. Uh, unfortunately, um, you know, the cult has to generate some cash somehow. And as as part of your training, as part of your training, Wait, you, you get a point every year. You mean to tell me that year. the world doesn't? You mean to tell me the world doesn't run off love? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, they do. They give you. Well, that's why there's the cult of Illyria. You, you you know you as what's the name? Sorry, this is a bit of meta gaming. You have to give half of the money that you get any charity to CA. Oh, oh, I did not know. Because <laughs> wow. that's what I know. I noticed with the with yeah. the mad cow. Yeah, with the mad like, cow because she found some she found some loot as part of the the roll up, and then I went, oh fuck, I've got to give half that away. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess it's a good thing she didn't was recognize me then, because I'm probably a bit behind. Yeah, I thought I was rich. Uh, you're all up to date at the moment, but um, but it's one of those things that the cult gives you a free point of spirit magic every year as part of your initiate thing. But as part of that, you you do um, a large portion of your time and um, 50% of your income goes to the cult. So metagaming again here. Um, how does this work then if I'm in a party? Do I need a Hold on to my. Do we need to split it up amongst well, the parties so then I can give half of what I have well, to at the, the moment, church? At the moment, since you've joined the party, uh, all the party has taken as loot has been the two crystals, or the, the emerald and the crystal. Just on that as well, what's the what's the time scale for weapons training and what? Uh, it's measured over a season. So again, if you're only adventuring for two weeks maximum in a season, then you're able to do training. Whereas at the moment, you guys are getting um, experience rolls on average every like week and a half to two weeks. Yeah, gotcha. So um, yeah, Hingis's Hingis suggestion is basically the the more bulky items like the um, the skillets and the bowls. Um, if we were to try and move those on. Uh, and keep the gold because it's easy, portable, and probably a lot. Um, uh, he points to the bag of lunars that you've already got that's on um, Camemio and says, you know, that thing, that thing there weighs around 100, uh, sorry, I think one to two encumbrance. Just think that the more and more of the um, more bags of coins we've got, the more encumbrance that we're having to, to carry around. I've also just noticed there's a bit, bit more than metagaming. On that other game, I'm just looking at the requirements for Rune Lord for, for Tostin, and I noticed that it says that you have to be an initiate of good standing for five years. So that kind of puts paid to rolling Rune Lords straight off new characters. Uh, it depends on which culture you're in. So you've got to remember that you guys have got five years' experience when you start. So you're at, at 21 years of age, you've... Um, You've come to maturity at sixteen, and then had five years back experience. Okay, so you you we take it essentially take it as you have been an initiate for five years, give or take. Yeah, five years. Yep. Yep. Just back to that. Sorry that that an initiate must give half of their income to the cult of Chan Roy. Is that base? Is that our base income? Gross income. Yep. <laughs> oh, base. So my base income is forty looters. So, uh, or is is all your loot classes? Your, your loot classes your income as well. Yep. All right. So, um, so the forty looters uh, you get. It's um, is that all a healer gets? 
Oh no, this is sorry. This is I'm looking at Deva, um, the dads now, not not Hermish, the cow. Yeah, yeah. It differs. It gets. differs generally through some of the cults, um, but most of them have initiates give up like ten percent of their uh, their gross income. Right. Okay. It does. It explain somewhere that it's it's basically that you you donate one nice item per. Year to, to so, yeah. but so basically, I think that for um, Joan of Arc, I think we should do the purchasing of of her uh, spells for her. Well, she can she can <laughs> she can have the money for the spells because that's not her income. But you guys are giving gifting her that money to do it, so that's not income for her. Um, to actually have to give up the money. But if along the way um, she's there and the party loop comes in and sort of gets split up, then um, her portion of that, she has to give half of it away. I also uh, am an alchemist, so I don't know if it also helps to buy alchemical ingredients, alchemical ingredients for me to make healing potions and whatnot. Yep, so what's your, what's your score? What's your score? 50 or 60? Nice. Yep. So the nice. the rules are that it costs you fifty lunas per potency of the item that you're going to do. So to do a heal, oh, so that's more expensive. Yep. So if you do a heal for um, a healing draft, uh, like a four point healing draft, it costs you two hundred points, but it makes you, you a number of uh, I think it's one d ten potions. Oh, okay. So you get a number of potions for having done that. So basically, you're making up, you know, boil, boil, toil and trouble. Um, you make up the cauldron's worth of healing potion, then you make up X number of drafts of the healing potion for that cost. Okay. Um, and if you do a special, I think it, add, it adds half or plus one to the effectiveness. And if you do a critical, it, it adds, yeah, I think it's plus one to the potency if you're special. And if you're critical, it adds half again to the potency. It gets bloody expensive if you fail. Another quick one as well. How do you how do you increase charisma? Is that just through uh, statistics training? Um, so humanity have it easy because they can always just take a gift and a guess. Um, the big thing is, are you wearing lots of bling? So that's why Sindrid was looking seriously at. Um, you know, he sh he should wear the um, the golden talk and the golden armband. Um, as the best way to sort of look after them and keep them happy because, of course, that would that's a serious amount of bling and would potentially add plus one to his charisma. Um, when you make Rune Lord, um, you'd get another plus one. And if you were decked out... Yeah, but you, you need 18 to become Rune Lord, though. Yeah, yeah. And so there's the irony is that so if you're dressed in a lot of bling or getting noted for being very, very rich for what you do, um, then you can up your charisma that way. And then that then lets you get the um, rune status, and then because you got the rune status, you get another um, potential charisma increase as well. Yeah, it's the old classic one. You've got to be rich to actually look like you're rich. So what's my what's my charisma? It basically, means that that puts paid to me being a rune lord. If I've got like a fourteen charisma, uh, there's ways to get it up. You can actually train your charisma up. You got eleven charisma. I'm not necessarily for, for bandits. 
Yeah, so your reputation can have an impact on your charisma, um, but the big one is you know you could go off to effectively like a finishing skill uh, school and learn how to um, deport yourself in the proper way. Um, you can, so ev every stat that can be raised can be raised to. I think it it used to be half again the actual. Um, the, the starting amount. So if you had a, a 11, the maximum you could raise yourself to would be 17. Um, but uh, in these rules, I'm pretty sure I read that it was to the actual species maximum. So um, the species maximum for charisma is 21. So it takes a while, like it takes multiple seasons, but you could actually raise your charisma over uh, again every couple of seasons if you found it, um, someone to teach you. And that's generally in the, um, around the courts of power, um, you know, the major cities, etc. I might just have to be a badass initiate. Yeah. Sometimes it's actually better to go down the priest path. And sometimes you just eat some <clears throat> nice mushrooms and boom. Yeah. That, everything goes and that's, up. that is the other thing is like, um, you know, there are, like you guys have already been on the edge of hero questing things. So um, when you go to that worship ceremony at the start of Harris's hero quest, um, if things had have gone a lot better than they did, um, you know, there's always the potential for those sorts of things to have an impact. But the other one also is, and I know it's not the nicest way to do it, but uh, Orlanth, give me a cute face divine intervention. You can't fumble divine intervention, can you? No, but you can roll exactly what your current power is and die in the process. You know, we've seen that happen in multiple games where you know, um, you've got your divine intervention, you've got the outcome, and then died at the same time. Yeah, but also, if you are rune lord, you need to donate like 90% of your time and, and something like and that. And income, yeah. But then, the, but then there's part of, one of the advantages of being a rune lord is they tend to outfit you. Um, so... In the case of Snoo with his um, Gillette, um, he, as qualifying for Rune Lord, um, he'll get his Iron Sword and um, they'll supply him with Iron Armor and things like that. So, you know, there, there's one of those things in becoming a Rune Lord, you know, yes, it's only the first step into sort of that, um, that greater path and hero questing and things like that, but it gets you some really cool things in the process. And for someone that's Yomalio or Humakti, uh, when they qualify for Rune Lord, they're generally allowed to take gifts and guesses again at that point. For Humakti, I think it's unlimited. They can just choose to take any and all gifts and guesses at that point that they want. And for Yomalio, they're only allowed so many per year. But that's basically when, when your character is basically end, ending, or you are in, ending the campaign or campaigns for your yeah. character and it's so well that's, after that it's going to be yeah it's a bit different now because like with the new stuff that they've um suggested that they're bringing out the hero questing stuff is going to be a major part and i think that's why the characters start at such a a um, more developed state you've just you've grown up in the state of war you've had major events happening for the last five to six years um as part of that you've been off you know Potentially, you've raided the City of Wonders. You've um, been the Siege of No Shit. Um, you've done. You've um, helped um, raise Orlanth with King Broyan. You've um, you know, um, gone with Argrath to free Pavis. Uh, all of those things is why you start so powerful. And like 
some of them start with like a hundred and hundred and fifty percent skills, and others start sometimes with nearly three hundred percent skills. Uh, but but they, it's gearing up for um, like for the conversations that we've had online with um, with Ali and Jason and Jeff. Uh, you know, uh, hero questing is going to be a part of the new stuff coming out. Yeah, and in fact, the new one of the next new books is game, uh, the Game Master Guide. I think it was they said it was called. It has a whole guide to hero questing in it. So, and that's been the like that's a major shift from sort of being you know new characters in RuneQuest three, where um, you know becoming a Rune Lord, uh, unless the campaign revolved around you being a Rune Lord, you you tended to become an NPC. Uh, to now, it's actually this is all just the starting point to becoming a Rune Lord and um, doing the hero questing stuff. Makes me feel like we're all a bunch of Lannisters. But for example, my my next character or my, my own character the humanity is not going to be the room lord probably no. ever it no. just doesn't care about the uh, guild he's just there to well because that's how you get better with your sword yep and that's the thing is it's a um you know it, it really is individual player slash character focus of what to do having said that um you know, your character is already the equal or better of most people that he'd run into in combat um, because he's a, a veteran. Um, but I know with looking at Gillette um, and becoming a Rune Lord, he's got the potential there to add another plus 50% to his weapon skill. Uh, okay, yes, he's got to take five guesses and that could end up with him not wearing any armour or um, not speaking on certain days or never refusing a one-on-one -on -one combat. Um but you know, that one's my favorite. Never refused one on coming. Oh yeah, that's a beautiful case. And I, yeah, that's really beautiful when you meet the Harak the Berserk. Yeah, Eric the Berserk. Yeah. Yeah. That's the life you lived. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say the uh, is it the uh, Yomalio one? Never refuse a duel with the Zerixarani. There was another one in the one of the characters in the Game Master's Guide, which is never stay out of a fight. Yeah, yeah. But she does have a, a gift, which is do, um, double damage if, it, if she hits the head, and she's got a magic sword as well. So if she hits you in the head, any damage that gets through your armor is quadrupled. Yeah, so not just doubled, but quadrupled. So that becomes your Vorpal weapon. And her name is Nameless, and... Anybody that asks her her name, she's committed to fight and kill. Yeah. Um, in fact, she's in the city. Um, she's one of the ones that you guys are potentially going to meet. Oh, yeah. When, when Harris finally turns up after his, um, his hero quest, if you guys succeed in sort of dealing to the big bad guys, then um, you'll be meeting uh, Queen Laker and Nameless. Can we, can we go meet him right away? I think Snow would like to yeah. uh, roll a new challenge. Yeah, what, what's your name? <laughs> Why do they call you nameless? <laughs> yeah. First question, what's your name? I was I was just saying she's like a female Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Um, the Man With No Name series. Yeah. Oh, look, um, she's been the clan champion for... 12 years, I think it is. So you can imagine that Aishi Shumakti, 
B, she's a clan champion. C, she's been clan champion for 12 years and she's ruined status. But it's, it is hard because, like, um, you look at this, you guys aren't weak. Well, in general, you aren't weak. But then you've got, there's a, a clear difference between the straight martial characters uh, like Endars and Sindred, who you know, are romping around with greater than 100% chance to hit without even cranking up any magic. Um, compare that to Tostin and Vdad and Hengist, who um, combat isn't their first priority. I think, what are you up to now? Um, Ninety-one. Yeah, and that's because you're a bandit, and I think Vdad's only at about 70-something, was that right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and that's, uh, like, it's, hey, cool, it's neat to be able to get the skills up, but you compare that to, say, like our RuneQuest 3 game, where... I think, um, you know, ignore the Iron Dwarf because Iron Dwarves are just walking death machines like the, the, the Dwarven version of Humakti swords. Um, the um, the average chance to hit is something like 45% amongst the rest of the party. And that was pretty good. Like, unless you're a straight fighter, like, unless you're a straight soldier or something like that, that was about where most characters in RuneQuest 3 were. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I think most of the characters I, I had, like, who were the fighters, had, like, 70 on, on, on the, like, fighting skills and or something, like, 65 to 70 or 75, maybe. Yeah, once you got to 75, 80, you started feeling good with yourself. But none ever had 90. Yeah, and then um, then you get an elf, you know, an elf uh, woodlord or something that pops in and's got a 130% chance with the bow, but has, apart from dodge, has no other... Um, actual combat skills whatsoever. Of course, had had to have that one one character that we played for quite a long time, and then he became a god and had eight thousand sword skills. Of course, eight thousand. That was so good. Could do like the split attack aim you had two times with with uh, on, on liquidating or something like that. I was going to say, um, Diamond Dwarves, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but um, basically they're dwarves that have been there, like Mostalia, that have been there for up to thousands of years, and they're a thousand percent in all of their uh, main skills, um, which is specific to their their cast or the, um, the jobs that they do. And so you can imagine that 50% um, of the time they critical a hundred percent of the time they special yeah oh we'll leave it here and just yeah um like probably a good chance just to sort of have a think about what things you want to buy um in the next couple of days and then we'll um when we resume this game we'll pick up um at old tower or on the way to old tower and um just yeah thinking through some of the mechanics of this if there's anything that will affect what you want to do with RQP um, characters just so that uh, we've got it sorted. And what we're going to do is this is the game that we'll put on hiatus um, for um, while we do the RQP game uh, as long as the Hidden World game keeps going. Otherwise what we'll do is we'll have um, if Hidden World dies a death, it dies a death. Um, and then we'll just sort of pick up and go into Neil's, um, what is it, the Flower Girl one, Neil? Yeah, it's still, it's still around the same region, so you can either carry it on from Hidden World or just roll new characters. And I've made a sorcerer for that one. 
what is he troll no i just went with human in the end yeah, I, I seriously looked at troll in that, and then um, actually looked at being a troll priestess, and thought, "Yep, that's actually starting to get quite obscene um, with what it can do." What's that with the uh, yeah, Ron? yeah? So um, because Neil will take over the games mastering, and I'll just come into the party. What's dictating whether Hidden Worlds uh, is squashed or not? The other three Americans. Well, it's it's whether whether or not Hidden World continues in its current um, setup. So, like while we've got um, Vin, Ronaldo, and Usha, um, hey, that's good. We just continue with exactly the same party. If we don't have uh, everyone uh, in there, then we can sort of before we start. Um, hidden, uh, sorry, the Thou Girl arc, we can have a look at and decide what and how we do so like if you're happy with your character keep it if you're not happy with your character chance to sort of reboot yeah it's just whether we keep the same thread going of, of what's happened so far yep because like you guys the funny thing is in four days um of actual game like game time which has been like seven sessions with hidden world um you've already made a huge impact on what's going on and not all of it good um but you know, it, it gives us a great background to leverage off into going into the other bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. Are you looking to do every two weeks for project? Yeah, if if yes is the simple answer in the short term for the simple fact that it matches up with Dave um, because he's only available every two weeks. And also um, it gives me time to prep everything because like shit, um, trying to get everything done and especially since um like it'll be good because i'll only be running two games um, um very shortly for a while and um like at the moment i'm sort of spending around sort of 10 to 15 hours a week just trying to build up everything in behind the scenes for um for the rqp game um okay like it, I found it generally takes me like each time we've started up a new game, it's taken me about two weeks of dedicated time to get everything on online for um, and get the maps and get everything scaled up, get everything sort of so that everything like the stuff works. Um, set up the the first few encounter maps um, and especially with dynamic lighting, um, I posted on the the Facebook page a photo of. Uh, an example of the dynamic lighting between what you guys could see versus the actual overall screen. Um, and it is like, especially when you go into tunnels and um, caves, etc., uh, or just in tight areas where you can't see around the corner. Um, you know, it, it becomes like those, uh, you know, it's almost sort of classic now that there's a shoot 'em up scene in a house where people are shooting through the walls in most of the movies nowadays and I th you know how it plays out in gameplay when you can't see that uh, it's one of the things I've noticed is a huge difference between that and some of the D&D games that were played where the whole map's showing and everyone can see everything and they make choices based off what they can see on the map metagaming rather than if I take away that it just yeah, it just disallows that whole option opportunity for metagaming. Right. Yeah, I've, I've set up one of the caves for the flower girl, and it's really cool. It adds loads more atmosphere. Especially when you're getting ambushed by shit coming out of nowhere. Um, yeah, that's why I liked Hero Quest. When I played it, I was like 12, and it was a board game. And you didn't once you open the door to see in the room, then that's when you place the uh, monsters on the tiles. 
and the thing is, like, um, when you've got a good party, like, the, the funny thing is, every time you guys ask a question, it's a uh, metagaming question. Like, it's not just taken as standard. Um, and that's one of the fun things as a GM, where, you know, you guys are really good at separating out the two. Just on that as well, especially on HeroQuest, I need to make a note of that, but um, I just bought on recommendation from one of the guys from the Old Men um, roleplay session, that tabletop gaming thing, man, that's cool. Holy crap, it's good. We should maybe get one of those board games cracking as well. That sounds good. So uh, we're all good for next Saturday, are we, Dave? Yep. Well, yeah, there's, what have we got? Um, yeah, got a quorum. One, two, three, so next four, Saturday, five characters. Next, oh, oh what, for Mithras you come back? Yep, so for Mithras okay. game. I'm still trying to read up on all of that stuff because it, it, it's bloody confusing when one minute you're playing RQ3, RQG, then Mithras, and they treat certain things differently. <laughs> mm. Is yeah, Jim not going to... Hey, a lot of it, the role-playing side, you just <laughs> work on straight through, but there's, there's a few technical elements like the... Um, yeah, that's right. Um, ranks, et cetera, where they treat the stuff so differently... See, like, I, I'm up at 5 o'clock most mornings, and then on the Saturday morning, um, we're up, I'm up at 2.30 for our RuneQuest 3 game, and then um, I don't get to bed till about sort of, well, depending on what time we finish, um, I tend to crash, I, I tend to nod off somewhere around the midnight phase if we're gaming, um, and sometimes if you hear me snoring, it means that I've got, got my finger on my control button, but uh, and then up again at 5.30 again the next morning for this. So I apologise in advance if I do fall asleep, Dave. Yeah, that's, that's okay. I suppose the idea is not to get you to fall asleep, isn't it? To keep th- keep th- keep things moving, keep things not sort of yeah on yep, tangent. There's only one time di- one day I fell asleep, and that was just one where we just got bogged down. Um, but it, it didn't help. Mm. That, yeah, I worked it out. I'd already been up for bloody twenty three hours. So, yep, excellent. Oh, well, I'm going to go and kill oh. Craig now. Okay then, guys. Thanks for the game. 